relations with, yeah. with your significant other, yeah, that could, will also improve. Yeah, I guess I would say it that way. Like, because of mood, because of stamina, yeah. because of improved blood flow to even the smallest yeah. capillaries yeah. and arteries in your body. And we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay, welcome back to part two, where we actually go into the timeline yeah, of changes finally. that happen when you become whole food plant-based, when you incorporate that into your lifestyle. Yeah. And uh, the way we are looking at timeline, I think timeline can be a few microseconds, could be decades, right? So why don't we start at a very small level and, and you know, just talk about what happens in a timeline in terms of like within a few minutes, within a few hours, and then we'll go on to long-term ones, which is what interests me most because I think... Because it's there in the medical literature. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. So first... You know, believe it or not, your body and hopefully you will notice changes within a few hours of becoming plant-based, of, of incorporating more plant-based foods into your diet. Um, so especially if you happen to be pre-diabetic or diabetic, um, the first changes you'll notice is your glucose level. In Do days... Um, one of the things that I can talk yeah, about is Yeah, this is, is something the, that you like to talk about a yeah. lot that you noticed when you became plant-based, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, <laughs> fine. So one of the biggest concerns that I had being, becoming plant-based uh, was I always like tea, like, like chai with milk. I'd had to have milk in it, otherwise I wouldn't drink it. And because of persistent bugging or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> I... Yeah. Nudging? Yeah. Uh, the nudge. The, the, you know, in, in Yiddish, I think there is a word nudge. Yes. So, uh, um, so that's in, in a nutshell what happened. And um, I started trying Who would do such milk. a thing to you? Uh, yeah, I know. I wonder about that too. I, I started trying almond milk and I was like, no, I'm going to have almond milk only with my coffee because coffee is strong. But I don't know what happened. Like one time I was like sick and tired of, okay, fine. We don't have any milk in the house. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll try it. And I didn't like it. Second time, I said, eh, it's not okay. Third time, eh, okay, fine, you know, I'll, I'll tolerate a little bit. Watch it six time, and I'm like, okay, this is not bad. And now if you give me chai with milk, I, I find it very, very, very creamy. I, I can't drink it. I just cannot drink it. The other day, I was waiting uh, for my motorcycle to get repaired. And the guy offered me some tea, and out of politeness, I took it. I just took, like, one sip, and I could not mm -hmm. drink it. I had to toss it, unfortunately. This is, and this is night and day, folks. Night and day. Yeah. And, you know, it took me... So what are you getting at that changed? I think, well, okay, of course, I, I know what, what changed. It's my taste but, buds. Right. Because Thanks. taste buds actually have a life cycle, exactly like your red cells and your other other cells, cells in your body. And, yeah. uh, taste buds also have a life cycle. And supposedly, it's like, you know, 10, 15 days, the, the entire uh, cycle changes. So about 20, 25 days or a month, let's say, you'll find that your taste buds have changed to accept. I mean, think about if you liked bitter gourd or if you liked something that you were, uh, maybe maybe as a kid you never liked it and now you love it, right? I mean, how did that happen? Um, you never, you would have probably never drank uh, red wine as a kid, but now... Hopefully you know, not. <laughs> but no, I mean, you, it's, I've noticed the same thing too when I, again, this is a, a tired old story that I tell everyone uh, before I became whole food plant-based, my one of my favorite things to eat was paneer. Palak yeah, paneer, right. tandoori paneer, yeah. paneer this, paneer that. So I was scared when we moved to India that having the best paneer in the world right in front of me, I would just like inhale it all the time and become larger than life. But um, <laughs> no, for many during, people, you are larger than yes, life. You cure you. them. 
But um, believe it or not, in the since it took us so long to get here in the pandemic and I did not have access to paneer, I believe that my taste buds during that time actually changed. And I distinctly remember when we landed in Delhi, I ordered paneer tikka and I ate half a piece and I was like, I don't like it anymore. I want that tofu over there. Seriously. So um, for someone that was so in love with it, and I'm quite a person that loves food, as my husband will tell you. So for someone like me to change my taste buds, uh, it, it can be done. And most or a lot of studies actually say 21 days is the, the time where your taste buds will change. But I, not I, 20, not 19, no, not 21. No, 21.3. Um, but one thing I think we're up to 21 days now, but we skip even before 21 days, what I wanted you to talk about in addition to the whole taste buds thing, is the energy change that you notice. Yes, yes. Because I, you always yes. talk about that. And yeah, I think yeah, yeah. even the change from dairy milk to almond milk, you've noticed yes. an improvement. In, yes. And this has been over the last couple yeah. months. But even years ago, when years you first ago. stopped, yeah. when you stopped yeah. meat and yeah. you stopped, uh, mostly yes. stopped cheese. Yeah. I could run, I could run yeah. faster. I could do more pull-ups. I could do more push-ups. You can run up the stairs. And yes, my classic story. I think <laughs> and if you already heard this, just fast forward about 15. <laughs> seconds. <laughs> the story is that, uh, you know, when I was working at NIH, I was on the fourth floor and I would always in the morning just grab my, my briefcase and just run up the stairs. And one fine day, this is soon after I became pretty much plant-based, uh, you know, my, my diet was pretty much plant-based. I ran up the stairs, opened the door and I saw the, the entire decor had changed. And then I looked around and I said, wait a minute, this doesn't look like fourth floor at all. So I realized that I was on the fifth floor, actually, not the fourth floor. So I was actually just used to the level of exhaustion. And as soon as that level of exhaustion would, uh, that I, my body would achieve, I would open the door and I would be on the fourth floor. And one fine day, I got there and I was on the fifth floor, basically meaning that my body was not as exhausted when I was running up the stairs. So that was hopefully in less than 15 seconds. Yeah. And even now, I think you and I noticed the change. So like, you know... You can tune into our post-vacation podcast for more info. But when we were on vacation just now, in, or a couple of months ago in Greece, we were, of course, eating dairy because you can't go to Greece and not have feta cheese, in my opinion. So um, I noticed a difference when we got back home to Mumbai, back to our regular, regularly scheduled diet. I felt more awake in the morning and I had more energy to start exercising again, etc. So even just that short period of time of going back to dairy for a couple of weeks. Yeah you'll notice yeah. it. So it doesn't have to be over years. It can be over weeks. Right, right. That's true. Now, the one that I wanted to talk about earlier, which is about um, uh, my, cholesterol. my cholesterol level. Yeah. So what's the timeline for that? I think it was, it took like four months. I mean, four, I, mean yeah. I would say I've seen in my experience up to one, just after one month, cholesterol levels. Okay. So I, I think what happened in my case was we didn't test. Yeah, right. But if you were to test, and I've done this in yeah, my yeah. practice, yeah. Uh, after one month, you'll see a change. In the in the in the uh, cholesterol. Actually, if you exercise and do whole food plant based, you'll see an increase in your. In fact, that's what we constantly watch out for in our patients. We look at their HDL cholesterol and their LDL cholesterol. HDL is the good cholesterol. LDL is the bad cholesterol. Yeah, high density lipoprotein and low density lipoprotein. So yeah, the LDL cholesterol, uh, my cholesterol went down by 70, 80 points or something ridiculous. Uh, and I know I I say that. No medicine can do it, but I know you you tell me that maybe... Um, uh, maybe, definitely statins can maybe, do it, but they come statins. with side effects. Yeah. So if you can do it naturally, why not? Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's as far as cholesterol is concerned. Then 
um, after that, what? Like maybe another few months time. What, what do you see a s- significant difference in? Because in my my case, there was a small difference in weight. Wait, wait, was, you forgot another thing that changed. Another um, medical tick box that changes within the first couple months is blood pressure. Oh, so but cholesterol I didn't have blood is there. Pressure, so I no, you know. didn't. But I again, I like uh, in our physical clinic, you bring a patient back after yes, one yes. month of starting. A whole food plant based diet, you check their cholesterol fact, and it's gone down. And you should check the blood pressure. And, and you make have sure that... to be very, we yes. always warn people be very careful. If you are taking blood pressure medicines, um, a lot of times, and you know, before we warn people, I would get calls in my clinic in the US saying, Dr. So and so is calling and he or she is feeling dizzy and lightheaded and et cetera, et cetera. Oops, I forgot to mention if your your blood pressure can become too low because you're taking blood pressure medicine and your diet has reduced your blood pressure. So you have to be super careful. You have to monitor your blood pressure. We're happy to monitor you as well, but that needs to be monitored closely because it can cause, you know, some people are on two, three, four blood pressure medicine. Yeah, but don't, don't scare people. Just say that it's a good thing. Oh, of course, it's a good thing. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. That. Yes, it's a great thing. I'm always excited to take people off medicine. Yeah, you throw you that sound medicine as if, you know, people trash. are going to die. Oh, my God. No, but, okay, sorry. This is my American, I'm always afraid of something going wrong. Uh, yeah, it's a good thing. It's so, a good thing. Yeah. Coming off your medicine, nobody, you can reduce the pills from your pill box is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, you see those changes within a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. And then um, we've had a couple of cases here in India, right? I mean, who's mm-hmm. uh, um, now moving from cholesterol to actual heart function, right? Um, we've had people who've uh, improved their heart function, like their, their uh, you know, people who've had like uh, heart disease as such. Uh, you've had to reduce their their uh, medication, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There are people that have a problem with chronic angina or chest pain, which is related to coronary artery disease. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen it in our patients, but also studies show that uh, within a, as soon as a month, ninety percent of angina can actually disappear because your your arteries. The, the plaque that's in your arteries is not building up anymore. And over time, it actually softens and there's better blood flow. Yeah. So that's incredible. And no one thought that was possible. Yeah. And also, um, the arteries actually become more flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they become more flexible, the, the stuff inside kind of like sloughs off and, and comes off. Literally like a like a pipe that actually has become more malleable and, yeah. and moves around. That's where physics comes in. <laughs> yes. So... Yeah, we already started delving quite deep into diseases, but I think some of the fundamental things that our younger listeners might be more interested in, and that is things like the skin conditions, right? I mean, I'm not going to mention my skin condition because that was uh, that was an actual healing uh, injury. But what about acne and stuff like that, right? Yeah, so, acne, oily skin. Oily skin. So what happens is you're eating less oil, and you are flushing your body, your 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 blood circulation is flush with good nutrients. Uh, oh, also, drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. So good Always. nutrients plus water can literally, like a pipe, take all the crap out. As And, and with whole food plant-based diet, you're not going to have that, that much oil in it. There's very little oil. So therefore, less oil gets to your skin also. And your skin starts becoming clearer. I mean, uh, we've seen a market difference in our patients. Uh, we, we've ourselves. seen it ourselves. Yeah, I just want to throw in that the other reason that um, and we'll yeah. talk about this in a little bit, that acne improves is because a lot of times acne or many times acne is also related not only to your oil intake, yeah. but to hormonal More. factors too. Mm-hmm. And um, there's less hormonal imbalance and inflammation. Especially for women. Right. Especially for women that may have uh, 
hormonal acne related to their cycle or related to PCOS, that also improves. But we'll talk about that's a little later on in the timeline. But one thing that you talked about young people, and it's really not just young people, it's everybody. We skipped over the timeline because you'll see this within a couple of weeks is weight loss. Yes, that's right. So that's a couple of weeks, like two weeks, two, three weeks, and you start seeing a visible, a permanent change in your weight. Yeah. And you may, and we tell people it initially, it may not be weight. It may Mm. be body composition. Mm -hmm. So we always encourage patients to um, take measurements, take your waist measurement, take your thigh measurement, take your upper arm measurement. And even if your weight remains the same initially, you will notice that the inches come off. So whichever comes first, everyone's body is different, of course. Some people see weight loss first and some people see inches first. If people are not so inclined to use a measure tape, I guess they can wear something that the ones that they're already familiar with, Mm -hmm. they know, okay, this these jeans fit me this way and I'm wearing it now and whoa, it's loose. Yeah. You know, yep, that absolutely. kind of stuff. So, okay. Um, what, what happens uh, in a two months time, let's say? After, after. A month, two months time, I think we alluded to this is um, inflammation in general goes yes. down. So um, unfortunately, animal-based foods uh, have a lot of inflammatory, pro-inflammatory components Oh, dear scientists, will you like I to tell know, us? Or? Because if I do, then I'll just go on and <laughs> okay. on forever. So, so all I'm know, say suffice it, it to say, yes. inflammation levels go up. Yep. And this is uh, proven in multiple studies, multiple, multiple blood markers yep. and uh, imaging, yep. et cetera, et cetera. So underlying most medical conditions and medical ailments is actually inflammation. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge um, conclusion that scientists. I wonder if our listeners know that diabetes is actually a type yeah. of inflammation. And that's a whole other podcast, but mm-hmm. absolutely right. So a plant-based, a whole, a no processed or a lower processed food and a more plant-based diet equals much less inflammation. Okay. Inflammation can lead to joint so pain. So many things, joint pain, back pain, back pain. acne, GYN or gynecological issues, sleep issues, mood Anxiety. issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, gut issues. issues, So, I mean, really most of these, you know, aches and pains and, uh, you know, bad days uh, psychologically are all related to inflammation. So you'll notice changes in these things, you know, improvements in these conditions, uh, various conditions that you may not even realize, hey, I had that and it's gone and I didn't even know that I had it. Yeah. Like that uh, wound that I had. Right. Sorry, I cut you off before. No, 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 that's okay. So uh, I, ha- you know, in winter time, uh, I had this bad habit of keeping a a, a heater right next to my ankles um, when I was working, and for hours I would work, and and one particular part of my ankle started getting dry, and didn't really think much about it, and I think it was some kind of a sensitivity. Um, eczema. Yeah, eczema. And um, you know, we start. I tried to apply some ointments and stuff like that. This is before I became uh, plant based. I think. And then after like a few months, I didn't think it was not hurting or anything. It was just a like a darkened patch. Didn't think much about it. And uh, one fine day, I was uh, wearing my socks, and I said, "Oh, I think this is where the patch is." No, it's maybe on the left hand side. Yeah, he couldn't no, find it. He it's came not and on the right hand side. No, like I, I went and asked Doctor Jenny. I said, "Do you remember where the patch was, left or right?" And it was a big, like about five, four, four, five inch uh, diameter, big dark brown patch, and it's gone. Yeah, we couldn't find we it. Couldn't find it. And th- so obviously this was after you became plant based. Yeah, yeah. That was the only change you had made. Yeah. There were no creams, nothing, nothing else, nothing. no, nothing else was involved. So that was a good, you know, very physical yeah. change that we noticed. Yeah. 
Um, so what happens after about six to eight weeks? What else, what will you notice? Um, I think one of the, this is something that uh, I feel you already kind of alluded to anxiety, right? So the, generally because your inflammation levels are down, you won't believe this. Like when you wake up in the morning and I started, not, I personally noticed it. And, and I think some of our patients have also said this, that they wake up and they just can almost sit up right immediately and like be ready to tackle the world i mean there's like so much stamina they have more uh, energy to um, to take on the world and and do stuff that they want to do rather than oh my god let me get up let me wake up yeah. even today i mean i'm just thinking like i got up you know you said oh it's it's time for the kids to wake up and my duty is to just kind of like you know shove them into into the shower <laughs> cold shower no not cold shower but <laughs> uh, that mean? um into the shower and uh, you know i just just jump up and do it because I don't think that oh let me get get up and my back yeah, is hurting right. my knees are hurting or nothing of that sort just mm-hmm. wake up and and had a very restful sleep wake up and boom you know yeah sleep is something we yeah. didn't really mention but your your sleep yeah. will improve mm-hmm. um, because your body is able to yeah. relax faster there's yeah. less um, of those offending hormones that affect your mood and make you think about everything you need to do before you go to yeah. sleep this is about six uh, so what yeah we're moving three to six, on three to six months but uh, the stamina reminded me and sleep reminded me there's something to be said about uh, how would i how do i put this relations with, yeah. with your significant other yeah, I guess that it, will also improve yeah i guess we could say it that way like, because of mood because of stamina yeah. because of improved blood flow to even the smallest yeah. capillaries yeah. and arteries in your body and yeah. we'll just leave it at that yeah. we, we'll leave the rest of your imagination moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally what happens after about a year i think we kind of talked about it earlier yeah. um I guess the small changes you start to see in um, plaques and uh, your your peripheral and coronary arteries and um, cerebral arteries start to improve mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, more dramatically. And this can actually be seen in, uh, in catheterization, stress tests, this sort of thing. It can actually be visualized. That's the change that is seen. And the exciting, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of research going on now. Um, I will, I can't believe I said research. <laughs> I will not go into that, but just know that scientists and doctors are shocked at the changes you see just by changing your diet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, and then finally, uh, along the lines of uh, yeah. research, do you want to talk, just, just yeah, say yeah, your, yeah, your yeah, one yeah. little yeah, yeah, snippet yeah. for the last so, uh, couple yeah. years? So, um, believe it or not, now this is, uh, they say that if you, let's say, for example, you've given up meat five years ago and... You know, you are at that time, you are 40 years of age. When you completely, five years later, after, you know, giving up meat, your physical, your, your body age has gone back basically the same number of years as you, when you stopped eating meat. And um, that is the, the, the observation. The, the way it happens, and I'll do this really fast. There is something called uh, uh, telomerase. This is an enzyme that, so, you know, your DNA, when you, when you have cells growing or multiplying, what happens is your DNA uh, has to be separated out. And then they make, a, it's like a zipper that separates out and other copies of the zipper comes, combines and makes double another. So now it goes from two to four. So instantly, right? So by doing a zipper-like mechanism. Each time the zipper-like mechanism is used, what happens is the ends are kind of like, it's like a, you know, the thread, the, the, the woolly part of a thread or, or if you take a wool, um, 
piece of wool yeah. uh, that comes from a sweater. Both ends are uh, fuzzy. That's exactly what They're our unraveling. Yeah, that's exactly what our DNA looks like. DNA and RNA, both of them, they look like that. So um, telomerase is an enzyme that um, but basically starts to shorten the DNA. So the shorter the DNA, the the, the fuzziness starts starts getting uh, it speeds removed. Speeds up the unraveling. It speeds up the unraveling, and you start aging faster. With a whole food plant-based diet, they've shown that the fuzziness of the DNA remains more and more intact. So that tells you that it's not anti-aging or it's not reversing aging, but I think it's it's almost slowing like down. it's slowing it down. It's actually slowing and it down. there's more research going on about this. It's, it's very, very yeah. cutting edge research. Yeah. Really interesting yeah. and cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll shut up about telomerase. <laughs> I think uh, we've rambled enough. I just want to mention: it's not like whole food plant based is perfect. The, uh, perfect. You know, this is what we need, and blah blah. You know, everything is gone. There are certain things that you need to do, right? Yeah. So there's some things that go away with time, and some yeah. things that you need to continue. Yeah. So do you want to elaborate on the the things that? Uh, that will need, go away. The, the people, yeah, need to be aware of. Well, yeah, I mean, since we, we're talking about the timeline, there's a couple of uh, things that you, not everyone notices, but some people may notice when you're adopting more plant-based foods into your diet. The first thing, this is not, it's probably about 50-50. Some people will experience better bowel movements. If, mm. some, if you were someone that was tend to be constipated, yeah, yeah. you will notice that, hey, this is great. I'm feeling better. I don't have to sit in the bathroom for so mm -hmm, long mm -hmm. and I'm more comfortable, blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, the, not unfortunately, temporarily, the other people that, that maybe had tend to be more on the, the typical um, bathroom schedule will now notice that they may have bloating, bloating. and maybe yes. even some loose stools, some gas. That is possible because your body is adjusting to the significant increase in fiber that you're mm -hmm. taking in by eating more plant-based foods. So it, could, it can be uncomfortable but we ask you to just give us about two weeks to push through that, um, and you'll be okay. There's an Australian study that proves that um, the uh, there's a they did a placebo versus um, um, I think I've, I've done a video on that um, bloating and gases because of uh, chickpeas and stuff like that can go away. Um, oh, absolutely! It's, it's, it's I mean, I think you and I have experienced yeah, it ourselves absolutely. too. Another thing, um, and so that's. That's one thing. But again, it goes away. Yeah, yeah. This is absolutely not permanent. And then the second thing is, I think, again, we talked about it, but you, whenever you eliminate a food or reduce a food, you will crave it, right? Mm -hmm. So that as your taste buds change and as your mental health improves, you will absolutely, you Can know. I say something about that? Sure. So for not? example, when we went to Greece, right? Um, yes, there is craving and, you know, I don't know how you manage it because maybe it's so far out in your memory that you don't even think about it. I love, for example, octopus, right? I mean, the last time I had octopus, not nah. octopus. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, fine. Not everybody likes octopus. I like it. Sorry. I did used to love chicken, though, so you can use that as an example. Okay, idea. fine. You used to love, but you don't do what I do, right? So, so yeah. when the, the, the last time I had octopus was uh, last month and a half ago uh, in Greece. I took a small piece of octopus and ate it to, to satisfy my craving. And I'll probably have octopus, I don't know, another six months' time or a year's time. It's okay. So that's just one way. Of, so That's one are, way of dealing with the craving. Yeah, you can deal with it. Yeah. 
but you are also one of the most disciplined people I've ever met. So sometimes for some, if someone's like you, that's fine. But for some people it can be a slippery slope too. Mm-hmm. Once you start eating it again mm-hmm. and your taste buds change back. So you have to be careful and you know yourself. So, yeah. you know, do whatever works best for yeah. you. Sometimes it's just cold turkey is best. Mm-hmm. So there are things that will improve and go away as you adapt to a plant-based diet. But there are things that you need to continue to do as mm-hmm. long as you remain plant-based. Um, two of those things uh, can be measured in the blood, and those are your vitamin B12 levels and your vitamin D3 levels, D2 and D3 levels. So, um, you know, fortunately, there are ways to supplement these into your diet, um, whether it's with fortified foods like fortified plant-based milks where you can get vitamin D uh, or fortified cereals and grains from B12. You can also take it in pill form or sublingual form or whatever, you know, we don't like to hail the supplement world, but uh, please don't get in touch. Choice. Yeah, there, don't there's... have a choice. Yeah, there's a choice because right. B12 is made by only two entities on this earth. And I said this again and again in many forums, many, many places, a type of bacteria mm-hmm. and a type of seaweed. Right. So if you don't, if you're not a seaweed or that bacteria, you need to ingest it, whether you're a, whether you are a cow or whether you're a goat or whether you're Exactly. Whatever you whoever you are, you so, need to actually. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that B twelve is found in meat. Yeah. Inherently, but that's actually not. True. No, it's yeah. it's from the the I hate saying this, but a lot of it is coming from the feces of the cow uh, or 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 whatever goat or something like that. Okay, what about uh, hey, what about D uh, three? I mean, I think we've uh, with that. B12, yeah, you know. I mean, I think if you, it, unless you're spending. 100% of your time outside in the sun, which is, I guess, impossible. Most people will be yeah. D3 deficient. Um, so, like I said, you get it from an outside source. Because when we were tree-dwelling, we were very dark and we were absorbing all the Yeah, D3 so our bodies that... have evolved and we don't absorb it as well. And there are certain populations No, no, that... no. Our bodies have not evolved. We have, our lifestyle has evolved. Yes, we... sorry. <laughs> Whatever you say. Okay, moving on. So you need B12, you need D3. Yeah. I want to give an anecdote and an example. A lot of people associate veganism and vegetarianism with iron deficiency. Mm. Please take an example, our four-year-old son, who has been vegan his whole life with the the occasional um, strawberry ice cream thrown in. That's a whole other story. But he's 99.9% vegan. We just had his blood test done. Mm -hmm. He does not take any iron supplement. And he is the most beautiful CBC complete blood count and perfect that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So no five iron. stars, iron deficiency anemia in most cases is not associated with yeah. plant-based diet. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. I think we, we've uh, given them enough information, I feel. Yes. Um, but, you know, the next thing we should really talk about is, oh, no, wait, before we do the next thing, we should give them a summary about what we're talking yeah, let's said, do because right, so we've had some good feedback about our summaries. Yeah. So since we ramble so much, let's summarize. Yeah. So, so in part one, uh, we talked about the different types of diet and lifestyle changes that are kind of unvo- without, judgment. without judgment that are in vogue right now and what the differences and similarities of them are, just so you know what actually a whole food plant-based diet is, particularly how it's different from being vegan. Um, and then we talked about what a whole food plant-based diet is in terms of components. And then in part two, what we did just now, we, we essentially went through a timeline of how your body and mind changes when you adapt for the better yeah. to a whole food plant-based diet. Yeah. 
think, uh, and then we also talked about uh, what are the kind of supplements that we really need, like B12 yeah, and D3. What, what a plant-based person and needs. And some of the other issues with plant-based diet, like, for example, bloating, constipation. Yeah. You know, Which going do over, get better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but overall... Social life, we didn't, we didn't hit that. Social life, we, we should talk about, like, you know, pe people are, um, you know, reluctant to be plant-based because they say, oh my God, I'll not be able to socialize. That's not quite true. I mean, we socialize, I think we're not social uh, outcasts. Uh, yeah. So, and, you know, we can give you a hint about exactly how to go about that. If you want that hint, I just remembered. If you subscribe, you get that little hint sheet also. Yeah, how to that's be right. a ninja. That's right. Yeah. yeah, a health ninja. Bingo. Just go to our website, sarsihealth.com slash podcast, and you'll see a button that says subscribe. Present your email address, click that button, hit subscribe, and instantly you should be able to get the uh, the worksheet. And I just want to say, having a slightly disrupted social life when you first become whole food plant-based is not specific only to that. Anytime you start a new change. diet or lifestyle change, yeah. it's going to be a little difficult to adjust. Yeah. But yeah. we're humans, yeah. we can adjust. So now that we've talked about the, the timeline and what the diets entail and stuff like that, I think our listeners would probably want to know how do they get there, right? Yeah, I think so. So how about we do the next episode on how do we get from point A to point B? Like from some tips, whatever their state that they are in, maybe you can help them. Get. Sounds fabulous. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. All right. Thank All you right. guys. See you then. Bye. Ciao. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation. Can you think about one thing or an idea that you can start to introduce into your own life that will help make your life healthier and less stressful? If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could take a few seconds to share the podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening. And always remember, your health is literally in your own hands. Making lifestyle changes is not an easy task, but we promise you will be aptly rewarded with a long, healthy, and disease-free life.